up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. I almost said, I almost jumped ahead of ourselves and said, welcome to the Muppet Show, because, you know, we've got a cast of characters on here. But we're the Plus Platoon. We are a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. Speaking of one of our biggest characters, how are you doing this week? I'm all right. How are you, brother? Uh, it's been a week, but I'm not doing too bad. It has. It has. You are not the first person I've heard that from either. I feel like it's just kind of going around right now. Well, we're in about the 14th week of January. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Next, we have our resident comedian, Pete. Waka waka. <laughs> and of course, the class of the field, Steve. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and I'm just shaking my head, Pete. I've been dealing with that all week. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Um, as you haven't already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you'll never miss any of the episodes we've got coming up. And we've got a couple fun ones. We're looking at some older stuff, some new stuff, and I think we may be even pulling out a diamond in the rough that we haven't touched in a while. <laughs> but as I said, it's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights on the Plus Platoon tonight with The Muppet Show. We are talking about, of course, about the original run of The Muppet Show. Um, was filmed in London. And oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and featured guest stars from every walk of life. Basically, if you were a popular um, actor or um, musician in that point in time, one of your biggest goals was to get on the Muppet Show. So, is it was start. it like is it like hosting SNL? Um, it was more fun. Right, but like to get on the Muppet Show, was it like a coveted spot, like hosting SNL? Kind of, but you only got on once. Oh, okay. I don't believe there were any repeat repeat guests. Okay, there were a couple, but not many. All right. Yeah, but so we watched four specific episodes at least, just to try and get a feel for things. We watched the Vincent Price episode, the Elton John episode the Rita Moreno episode and the Mark Hamill Star Wars episode, because those were all episodes that we had seen before and thought they at least show a good light of the Muppet show. So as we start talking about one of the things that Muppets do great is their guest stars. Everything. <laughs> Not quite. So Pete, I'm going to start with you on this one. What, works and doesn't work as far as the as far as how they utilize the guest stars in the show um so i think that in general they utilize the guest stars 
pretty well. I think, well, for one thing, we picked four pretty good ones. I do think as the series went on, they got bigger star. I mean, of the time, bigger stars. If you look at the first season versus, say, season three and four, um, the, the, the stars got bigger names. But, I mean, Rita Moreno, uh, Vincent Price were still, you know, very famous and they were for that was the first season. So it was, they were famous people, but I think in terms of stars in their prime, and I think that that happened later on, um, you know, and, and th- with things like, you know, star Wars, I mean, that was a, a big deal to get, not just Mark. It wasn't just like they had Mark Hamill on, they had Mark Hamill, C3PO, R2D2 and Chewbacca. So, I mean, that was like basically, you know, uh, George, <laughs> George Lucas lending out his squad. Right. Yeah. Um, I think overall, I think they always play, they usually play to the guest's strengths. So if the person is a singer, like the Elton John show, if he's a singer, he's saying like four songs in that episode. Um, if they're, you know, Rita Moreno is more of a dancer. So they had her do a couple dance performances. Um, and Vincent Price was, you know, he's more of an actor, I guess. So they, he wasn't real. I, I think he did sing one time, but it wasn't great oh, yeah, singing. They did. Um, uh, they, um, hang on. Um, oh my gosh. It's not, I get by with a little help from my friends. It's, um, yeah, it was a Beatles song, right? Um, oh my gosh. And he's, he's dressed up. He's not the vampire, but he's, and it's a, it's a happy song. It's not bridge over troubled water. It's, um, <laughs> oh shoot. You've got a friend. It's James you got Taylor. A friend. Oh, you got, that's right. James Taylor's you yeah. got a friend. I was close. I it was, was the read. There was another episode. They did a Beatles song, but, no. um, so, yeah, so I think they generally play to the strengths. Um, I think overall, most of the, most of the ones we watched, sometimes you'll get a guest that like isn't quite sure what they're doing there. <laughs> so they they do have those episodes, uh, but I think the four that we watched, the guests were very much into what was going on on the show and was really were really enjoying it uh, for the most part. If if any seemed a little awkward is probably Elton John. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was probably like high at the time and just oh not showing, not. <laughs> no, surely not Elton John. Surely not Elton John. <laughs> yes. Surely, uh, I know, but um but uh no I thought I, I I said I that's to me that's one of the fun things, one of the things that makes the Muppets is having them interact with celebrities, whether they're big name celebrities, lesser, you know, lesser known celebrities, whatever. I think that's a big part of the Muppets. But um, Steve, what do you think about how the guests were used in these episodes um, that we watched? I think like, I like what you said of they played them to their strengths. And I think it works better when the guest star can play off of the Muppets. You know, even though with it's Amy, um, I look at like, Mark Hamill, who just went like all in with it. And I think that's really what helped make it a great episode. Um, Rita Moreno, how she played off of them as well. Um, I think that's where um, 
I remember watching this as a kid. I don't know if it was in reruns or first runs. Do you remember, Pete? Because I remember it was on like every week. So I remember seeing the Star Wars episode when I was a kid. Yeah, I certainly, I thought I was watching it during first runs. Because, I mean, it was from what, like 77 to 81, 82, something. Yeah. So, so it would have been first yeah. run. So I remember yeah. it was sort of a week, it was a weekly thing. Um, I think that's what they do. Right. Is, is when the guest star can totally play off it. I mean, I think if we go back to the Muppet Christmas Carol, where um, Michael, Kane. Michael Kane just went, played it straight, but went all in with it, right. even though how zany it was to be acting across from a Muppet. So what would you say, Derek? Um uh, I would agree for the most part. I think there are times where the actors don't always know when they're doing what they, if what they're doing is good. Um, I would say as far as the use of the guest star, to me, the weakest one was the Mark Hamill episode. Um, just because, just because having seen him in some stuff fairly recently the him playing it him playing mark hamill i think could have been done even bigger as far as the difference between he and luke skywalker but i mean and, and that's that's a little thing yeah um but i mean can we talk about probably one of the best muppet show episodes Ever with Rita Moreno in it. I mean, yeah, that was a great episode. I mean, let's face it, this is the one that finished off her EGOT. She won the Emmy for this as guest star. Now, did she really? Now, trivia. What were her what were her other three wins for? What was okay, what was her West Oscars? Side story. Oscars East West Side West Side story, story. Yeah. yeah. Her Grammy. West Side Story. No. I don't know. Her Grammy, she was on the electric company. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. So a, a children's re- best children's recording. She won for the electric company. And her Tony is not West Side Story. Tony is an old show, is a uh, Terrence McNally play called The Ritz. It's not a musical. Yeah. Oh, okay. She won that in 75. Wow. So... Mm-hmm. This finished. This made her the third ever EGOT winner, um, of which now there's 19. The most recent being just, just, just wrapped it up. Oh, Elton um, John. It was Elton John. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He did because yeah, he, he 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 just he won it. for the Disney special, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just got an Emmy. Yeah. So, I think um, the guest stars are great. As I said for the most part having what i've probably watched i was not around when these were in first run not that i would remember anyway um but i've probably watched 20 to 25 different episodes and as a whole they do utilize the guest stars you can tell which guest stars are work and which ones don't by how much they're actually in the show yeah. The ones that don't work, you only see like once or twice. The ones that work and work with them up, it's like Mark Hamill and all those are in everything. And can we not talk about how Vincent Price was willing to do anything? <laughs> <laughs> he was willing to do anything for this and seemed to be having a blast. 
he yeah. was one, he was the one that you could see that sparkle in his eye of oh my gosh I'm having fun. So yeah. anything well, and, and and thinking about him it's like all he did for most of his career was having to do like horror or, or, you know, those type of movies and was very, very typecast. And so being able to riff on that and fool around was probably a, a, a giant relief for him. Yeah. Kate. Uh, so I think Steve was the first person to say it, I think. And Steve nailed it that, you had to have a good guest star. They have to go all in. And I felt like read all of these. I, I'll be honest. I did. I missed the Elton John one, but I watched a couple other episodes. Um, Don Knotts, Carol Burnett, um, the ones that I thought would just make me laugh. Um, and the only way that these shows work is if you go all in, is if you completely commit to interacting with a Muppet and just living. One of my favorite parts of Mark Hamill's episode is when he went, ran up behind the guy in the kilt who was singing. And then he goes, shh. And, and he just started like, it just, it just worked. That's, I think the Mark Hamill episode was one of my favorites because of just how much he committed. Um, I would agree with that. I was actually kind of hoping that Chewie wouldn't make an, an appearance and that um, Sweetums would be dressed up as Chewie. <laughs> is what I wanted to see, yeah. but that didn't happen. But um, I loved, I, I think that the guests are great, but they have to go all in, which I think is why some episodes didn't 100% work. Because it takes a certain level of chaos and a certain, as I'm like puppeteering, and a certain level of um, uh, idiocracy. You have to like you, have, you have to, to allow be yourself incredibly self confident in yourself. You have to be so self confident and not be afraid to just be a complete idiot. That is why this works because the Muppet. That's why this works. We're not afraid to be complete idiots. It is why this works. But, and that's, I think that's why I'm a good DJ is because I am not afraid to be or do any of my jobs is because I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself on stage. Um, But this, I think this is also what makes the Muppets so timeless is that they can go out have somebody make a fool of them or they could go up and sing the ABCs and we would be like, those were the best ABCs ever in the whole world ever. So no, yeah. there's one it. version of the ABCs with Muppets. That is the best ever. Oh no. Look up ABCs. Kermit cookie monster. Excellent. <laughs> Trust me. It is worth your, especially if you have any kind of a little kid, it is so worth your time. Perfect. But, Singing the ABCs brings us then to the musical numbers. And guys, I got to start off on this one because, again, I think, yes, we had Elton John. Yes, we had Vincent Price singing. Yes, they've had Bernadette Peters. You cannot top Rita Moreno and Animal doing Fever. (laughs) Like, that is probably, that is the best two and a half minutes of the Muppet show. 
100%. Full stop. And you can tell, and she has said, if you look at it, when he starts going into the longer drum riff at the end, you can see her break. <laughs> you can see her nostrils flare, and she and she, it's one of those, that's where she went. I can't laugh at this, <laughs> and it's just, and then the fact that she hits an animal, the what a woman! Just, <laughs> I I count you to find a a funnier two and a half minute song ever. So. Yeah, the- and the Rita Moreno episode of those of those four anyways, uh, and it wasn't it wasn't the one I suggested. I, I don't remember who suggested that one, but uh, OK, Derek, we'll give yeah, you credit. <laughs> uh, that was the most solid through and through, I thought. Yeah, I would agree. Like most the most consistent, yeah. funny throughout the whole episode. All of the all of them were good. All four of those were good picks. So. But. I mean, in musical numbers, yes, Elton John, but think there's the musical numbers with the Muppets. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. I still remember, it wasn't on one of the ones we watched, but the pigs on Harley singing I Get Around by the Beach Boys is, is funny. It's And there's always seems to be a Muppet-only musical number somewhere in there. Um, of course, I mean, you. I'm not going to say the famous one from the first episode because I don't want that earworm. Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Kate, 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 you just lost all speaking privileges for the evening. Just completely disabling her mic. Uh. Uh-uh, she cannot talk because now it's not uh. quite, you know, needing to be in America that I've watched West Side Story four times this last week. But yeah, it's but the musical numbers on this are simply they're simply amazing. So, Kate, as our resident musical person, <laughs> uh, yeah, I again, this is what is so brilliant about the puppetry of the Muppets. Um, what so I, w- I watched all the episodes. I was working on some stuff, sending some emails and stuff while I was doing them while I was watching. And uh, there was one song and it was two Muppets that are not known. And it was when they sang, I've got you under my skin. skin. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing out loud because who, who thought of that? Who thought of that brilliance? And and then, like at one point, they pull the Muppet out and it's just... So then, the, the puppet is puppeteering the puppet. It just was brilliant. Um, listen, I just, I just kind of feel like nobody does musical numbers like the Muppets. Um, yes, the Earworm song is one of the most popular. I actually didn't know that that was in the very first episode. That's yes, kind of crazy. Actually, it was originally on the old um they did it on the old Steve Allen your show of shows. They did it on I think they probably did it. I think they did it on Ed Sullivan even, but okay. Well in there too. But I don't even think I would rather see the Muppets sing than the special guest star. I would rather see it. Although Vincent Price 
crush you've got a friend. God, that was so funny. And you're right, the Rita Moreno and Animal. Oh my God, Animal. Animal is one of my favorites. I just, I just, God, I just love the Muppets. I just love the Muppets. Um, I love it. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Genius. But, but what I would say to that is, it's best if the guest sings with the Muppets as a because because even the Elton John one, I thought the best song was "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Oh, where he where he duetted with Piggy. Piggy. I I thought that was I thought that was the most fun. Eat your heart out, Piggy. Yeah, <laughs> eat your heart out, Piggy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I thought you know I did I did like all of those all of the songs in there. I I like Elton John a lot, but um um that one I thought was the most fun just because you know it was him duetting with with Piggy and her being kind of all over him and everything. So yeah, yeah. I mean. And then I think my favorite song, and I don't know if it was because of the puppets, uh, I forget which episode it was in, but there was one with three like human looking Muppets, but one of them was Jim Henson. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, him. It was, it was in the Rita Moreno episode. Right. Yeah, it was the song about tomorrow, tom- tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought that song, I'm, I'm, guessing they probably didn't write it it was probably a song that already existed but i just thought it was such a clever song they had they used like a a muppet of jim henson with jim henson singing the song the, the song is <laughs> Which, called i want to go tomorrow yeah 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 and um but uh, and i wasn't sure if the, the other the other muppets there were also actor muppet actors uh, I but, think it was Jim Henson, Frank Oz, and um, the other guy. There's Goals. one of the, yeah, David Goes. Um, but uh, I I just got a real kick out of that. I even liked. Uh, I think in the Mark Hamill episode, they had Kermit singing about a pocket watch, and I don't know the song didn't make much sense, but like just really, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's just nostalgia. I mean this this stuff is just good. <laughs> Yep, agreed. Steve, what was your favorite? Um, mine was like kids. The you got me under my skin because yeah. cracked me up. So just funny. how how just the visuals and then going on like it's popping out and it pops out over here. Just hilarious. Um, also, just the opening number to the Muppet Show. I mean, and the evolution that, that, of the opening number, right? It's just to me, it's like catchy. I mean, I growing up and watching it, you hear that, you just could go through and like instantly like recognize it. Um, I also like you said the one with Animal and Rita Moreno. Guess how? Guess the playing back and forth and the building up was quite hilarious. Um, yeah. I think you said it does it best when it's not necessarily that's the thing you do. I think that's the thing where Elton, the episode with Elton John, fell down is he sings, but he wasn't really interacting. So. And he only sang. He didn't try right. and do a skit or anything else. Correct. Yeah. So those are my favorites. I agree with everyone whatever everyone else said. Okay. Now, the part that you either love or hate about the Muppets is the Muppet sense of humor. Is the is the we've called it zany, crazy, off the wall, totally unexpected humor. Steve, thoughts on what works and what doesn't necessarily work about the Muppet humor? Um, I think what works, it's just absurd humor. 
like I look like I love Gonzo. It gets the, the wackiness of it. Um, when Gonzo came Bro- out as Darth Vader, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the also I don't remember his name, but the throwing of the fish guy, the Muppet that always cracked oh, me up. Oh, New Zealand. <laughs> yes, New Zealand. Yeah. Um, that and then Fozzie. It's just the bad jokes. It, it's just it's. I mean, he was like the originator of like the dad jokes and yes, yeah. <laughs> the walk, your walk, walk, And yeah, like you, you said, it just yeah, goes over have, the top. You have yeah. to appreciate dad jokes <laughs> to appreciate yes. Fozzie. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that caught me off guard in this one, because cracked me up, was looking at the evolution of Miss Piggy. Like when she came on in that first episode, I went, is yeah, that Miss Piggy? Yeah. Is that... <laughs> I had to look it up because I wasn't sure if it was Miss Piggy. Like, was they using another pig? But yes. I mean, yeah, hers is probably the Muppet. Her and Gonzo, but her especially, the Muppet that has evolved the most from the beginning. Although the original Kermit was the pre Muppet show Kermit was a right. little rough. The pre Sesame Street Kermit. Yeah, pre Sesame Street. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, guys, I love the Muppets. I have always loved, okay. I love the good classic Muppets and I um the we won't talk about some of the nineties Muppets, but um I love I love the old stuff. Um I as I said, it we've this has been no surprises. We've talked about this. The Muppets I most relate to are Statler and Waldorf. Completely Statler and Waldorf, just because big surprise. Yeah. You're shocked there. But <laughs> just the the comments of the heckling and to have them always have that end. I don't know if you guys stuck around for it, but at the end of the song, at the end, there's always a Statler and Waldorf tag. Right. So, um, and some of them are better than others, but some of them are just, and when they go heckling Fozzie back and forth, and we didn't, we didn't really get to see that in any of these episodes, but some of those moments are just so funny, but to take the completely unexpected, I mean, yes, a crocodile singing with Elton John and Crocodile Rock. Is that cliche? Yes. Was it funny? Yes. Yes. So, um, well, the fact, the fact that they did the, na 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 was, was the part that made it like, like the, yeah. the, the, the writers knew, knew where to find the funny. Um, I will say there are a couple different episodes where again, if the guest star is not that great, the former se- the humor seems very very forced. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't watch that in any of the none of these four shows really had that for me. But there are some other episodes um, for people saying they love the John Cleese episode. To me, it's terrible. And I loved I love Monty Python humor. I love Muppets humor. That episode it felt like it feels like they can't really get a mid- there's no middle ground for it. So, but for the most part, I mean, yeah, Muppets are Muppet humor is my humor. Okay. I I think it goes, I think it kind of goes back to what Steve was saying earlier about um, the guest stars is the things about the Muppets that make them so funny is they lean into their character. Fozzie leans into the fact that he tells terrible dad jokes. Um, Animal leans into the fact that he is animal. One of the funniest things, this is is on the Muppet movie, 
is when somebody's like, animal, what are you doing? And he goes, acting natural. <laughs> that line will make me laugh every single time. It's it's Gonzo being Gonzo. It's Kermit trying to wrangle all of these jokers and and literally just being like, oh, so it, it's that and is what makes it direct reference to the running gag in which one was literally running across the stage. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Correct. It's it's and the thing is, I think this is also what makes them so funny is I feel like we all know them. Like we all have someone in our life who is a Statler or a Waldorf or who is a Fozzie or all these things. So yeah, it's, it's just, there is something magical about the Muppets that transcends uh, generations. I mean, I am in a different generation than you all. And I love the Muppets just as much as you do. That's how I know it's not a nostalgia thing for me because I didn't grow up on, on watching it coming out live. Um, but I own, I have all of these on DVD. I have all of the Muppet shows on DVD. So it's just the Muppets wouldn't be the Muppets without their humor. If that makes sense. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work without their humor. Yeah. When they try to do a different, like the, the Muppets, I think it was just called the Muppets, right? I don't remember the television show where they tried to like parody the office. Oh yeah, that was terrible. It was terrible, but it was partly terrible because they tried to they tried to do a different sense of humor than the Muppets were, and it very rarely they very rarely in the show did Muppets humor. Right. Um, whereas the things the modern things that work the best, and even this most recent uh, that we watched the um, Electric, Electric Mayhem. Mayhem show the best scenes in that were when they let the Muppets be the most puppy and uh, you know, and, and as opposed to just having like these side plots that were just a human characters interacting with each other. And it's like, we don't need that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I really watching this. I don't know how you all feel, but like watching this, it made me wish they would just try to do this. To like, let's let's bring let's bring the Muppets back again. I mean, not exactly the same show, but like, let's do a variety. Let's do let's try a Muppets variety show. Let's not try to do something, you know, that that a standard sitcom or whatever. Let's let's right. just let the Muppets do be the Muppets and see if it works. See if it gets people watching it. You and know, that leads us directly into our last question today. Who would be on a new, a new similar to the original Muppet Show? Who would be your perfect guest star on that show? Kate, I'm going to start with you on this. One. Yeah, I knew you were going to start with me. Um, you can pass if you need to. No, I, I, I think it would be funny. Um, I think Tom. Tom Hiddleston is very funny. I think Tom Hiddleston could do a good job at this. But that made me think, but I, I don't know if I actually want to see Tom Hiddleston or if I want to see Loki do, <laughs> you know? So then it made me think, I think it could be d- funny if you did a Marvel, um, if you had like certain Star like, Wars. had Groot come in, had Star-Lord come in, had um, Drax. Oh my God. Can you imagine how funny that could be? 
if you had Drax and Rocket or something. So I would like to see Mantis and Drax. Drax and Gonzo. Oh my God, Mantis (laughs) and Drax. Drax and Gonzo, they're both blue. And how they could play off of that. Do you like do you understand how funny that could be? So I think that would be my answer is a Marvel, kind of like how they did with Star Wars, a Marvel. But don't bring in like Captain America or Thor. Like bring in Drax and Mantis and uh yeah. Anyway, Pete, what about you? So I thought about this and you know how we talked about like it's it's gotta be like commitment to the bit. And um I think like Ryan Gosling, because like in the Barbie movie, like he he took a role that was kind of the female role, and he totally committed to that role. Didn't worry about that. He basically comes across as an a-hole for most of the movie. And just like it was so like it was so deadpan, but also so funny. I think, and I, I really like him in general. I think like that would be an interesting, you know, to, to, to kind of do that, like play it, play it straight, but take it, you know, really dive into it. I think he would be entertaining. It, it's hard. As I said, the, 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 the people that would don't work on the Muppets would be people that take themselves seriously too seriously so the less serious they take themselves you know so like someone like tina fey would be great or um you know a, a, some of the some of the today comedians have said that don't take themselves too seriously what about you steve you got you got one i actually i have two um first one would be jack black because i think he would just go all in mm. And then um, Niecy oh Nash. Oh my god, that would be so funny. I think she would also just go. Niecy all Nash. In. Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Now those are the two that came to my mind when seeing this. Like who could go all in? And again, like you said, not be afraid to make a fool of yourself. Yeah. And I will admit, when I first posed this question, Jack Black was my initial response. But I've got a actor who I think we've kind of seen this do it, and then an actor that. I'm not sure. I think would pull it off great, but it would have to be very specific. So the actor I think that could pull this off, and I think we've seen do it everywhere. I would love to see Tom Hanks on an episode. Oh yeah, I'm mean, sure he yeah. could do that. Yeah. I mean him and I mean we've seen this. We've seen it from him as Woody. I mean it's just. But can you imagine a Morgan Freeman episode? <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Him? No, thing is, he can do humor. If it's yeah. that man, straight man, he would be, you know, that deadpan straight man. He and Bruce Almighty is funny as God. True, true, yeah. He in, I mean, he has those moments. It's that little, he plays it straight, but it's that little sly humor of even the, even the you know, in Shawshank Redemption, it's maybe because I'm Irish. Yeah, and just goes along, and it's a throwaway line, but it's just, I think he would be someone that's not a comedian that could pull it off, because, I mean, comedians, there's a lot of comedians I think could do it. Um, Right. Okay, and, okay, you're going Marvel. I'm going kind of Marvel, but from everything else I've seen him, Hugh Jackman. Because there's yeah, he, could, he, he would could he sing. would totally do it. Yeah, he could sing. He could. I mean, yeah. so 
I think there's a lot of options out there, but I think it would have to be if they were going to reboot it, do it as a Disney Plus show, variety show. Yeah, 25 minutes, do it there because I don't think this would work on network. I really don't because I don't think people would sit and watch it on network. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, well, as I said, I, I hope they keep trying with the Muppets. The Muppets will never be the biggest thing in the world because it's, no. uh, it's, it's not necessarily appealing to the younger generation wholly. I mean, I think they've managed to get a few, you know, viral things out there over the last oh 10, gosh. 15 years. They're Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Um, so, I, you know, they can get some of that, but I know with my daughter, like she likes the Muppets, but she doesn't love the Muppets. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I mean, I said it, not that I was the only one thinking it, but I said it first, right. I, I totally think let, let's, let's stop fooling around with these sitcoms and let's see if we could do a genuine variety show with the, with the Muppets and with a guest star you know, coming up yeah. with funny songs, gags. Don't worry about that. It's old fashioned. Quite honestly, it was old fashioned in the late seventies doing oh, yeah. um, the type of, right. the type of gags. Wasn't nearly as old fashioned as it is now, but <laughs> I think it, I think it itself. So, yeah. Okay. So as we always do, when we've watched representational portions of series like this or movies or anything like that, cups of pixie dust out of five and i'm gonna do it as if you've watched i'm gonna try and do it as the entire the muppet show the original muppet show what would you rate that in cups of pixie dust i was like i think everyone on here has seen more than just these four episodes for sure yeah so kate i'm gonna give it a solid four And it, and it only gets a four because it, it doesn't get a five because some of the episodes are slower than others, but it gets a solid four. Yeah, I th- I think I got to give it in general a four and a half. I I was also thinking four, but I mean this it it's honestly one of my go tos on Disney Plus when I'm like I don't know what I feel like watching. I mean, because there's like hundred something episodes of this show. So, you know, you can scroll through and, and that's one thing I like about it too, is like scroll through and be like, Oh, Steve Martin, that's gotta be funny, you know, and you can watch it. It's 20 minutes long. Yeah. That, that actually, that's actually one of the shows that doesn't work that well, but I'm just saying like, you can go through and you see the names. Um, I didn't watch it cause I didn't want to, be confused by it the, but the one right after mark hamill is christopher reeve and i was like christopher reeve and i almost watched it um but uh yeah so i i'm gonna give it a four and a half uh, there are some not great episodes in the mix i'm sure there's episodes themselves that i would give you know a two and a half or a three but for the most part they're mostly you know four and higher so i'm, I'm gonna give it a four and a half Steve. I'm matching up with Kate in exactly the same reason. A solid four. There, there's some weaker episodes out there. I'd agree around like the two and a half area, but overall a strong four. And Derek. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go in the same ballpark. I'm going to go with three and a half just because honestly, I'm usually a little bit stingier with my, with my ratings, but 
this is, I don't think I am not a Muppet lover like Pete is, but really to that extent. Um, eh. real, I, I will watch the good ones I really enjoy, but if it's a really slow one or really one that doesn't work, I really don't enjoy it that much. It, it's it's got to have more than one two minute skit in order to make the episode good for me. So, and there are some of those that only have one or two two minute skits that yeah make me chuckle. And, and, and I'm more forgiving of the modern Muppet stuff than you are. Not that I think much of it has been great, but I think I'm a little. I'm a, I'm a, I'm like it's Muppets. <laughs> you are a lot more forgiving of the modern stuff than I am. So. <laughs> But that gives it an overall rating of a four from us, which is one of our higher ratings, like as a group. Uh, that's our highest rating since Imagineering Story and Pirates of the Caribbean last summer. So, um, wow. So, this, I mean, and I would argue this is the best thing we've watched since then. So, yeah, there's been a lot of not great stuff of, the last six months. Lately. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, a lot more averages in the twos than in the threes, even. So, okay, next week will be our Valentine show, and we're going to watch. Pro- I can't believe we haven't watched this in the four seasons yet. We're going to watch the quintessential animated Disney Valentine's movie, Lady and the Tramp, um, because it has what has been argued as one of the most romantic scenes in all of cinema. The rest of it, We'll discuss next week how romantic it really is. <laughs> but the, I mean, let's face it, the spaghetti and meatball scene is quintessential romance. So that's why we're tying it to Valentine's Day. But I will come out and say right now, it's not without its problems. <laughs> it, all, it all depends on how much mileage you get out of muzzling your women. <laughs> well, there we are. There it is. I, I do tend to like the mute, like mute button on K, but um, <laughs> I mean, no, she can say whatever she wants right here. You mute me more than you do Kate, though. Come on. Yeah, That's well, fair. No. I can drop down more than you do, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, true. So anyway, doing late in the chat next week, guys, we've got some gaps coming up because since there's not a lot new coming out because of the writer's strike and the actor's strike, we're going to need some suggestions. We have about the next three or four weeks planned out, but really March and April are fairly open at the moment, so we need some suggestions. Please give us suggestions at plusplatoon at gmail.com um, Send us a carrier pigeon if you want to. It's just, I, we've had several messages on Facebook. That's a great way to get in touch with us. And we respond to all of them. Um, we have new episodes coming out every Thursday on YouTube and all the major podcasting services for Kate, Pete, and Steve. We will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com 
or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.